It is day three of Dafzayin. We are holding Gemara and Dafzayin and we have two lines up in the narrow lines. We learned in our Mishnah that the first of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah is a new year for two things. For kings and for regalim for festivals. Yesterday we brought a Brysa that taught us three, maybe four additional things that also have a Rosh Hashanah, a new year on the first of Nisan. And we proved the first of those things, the idea that Nisan is always the first month in any given year. Nisan is always considered to be month number one. So the Gemara now wants to know, why did the author of our Mishnah not include that in its list of things that have a Rosh Hashanah and New Year on the 1st of Nisan? But Tanadidom, why didn't our Mishnah, the author of our Mishnah, include this? Because he is only discussing ways in which the New Year is relevant to years. For example, a king. The years of a king's reign. We count year two from Nisan, year three from Nisan. He's talking about things that that are relevant to years. But he's not talking about things relevant only to months. The only thing that we need to know that the first of Nisan is the beginning of the year for months is because we need to know that the only relevance of that is that we therefore know what to consider each of the other months of that year. We know that Iyar is therefore month two and Sivan is month three, but it doesn't tell us anything about years. It only tells us something about months. And therefore the author of our Mishnah did not include it. The Gemara moves on to the second case of the Brysa Uli Iburin for intercalations. In other words, when we're considering whether to add an Adar to the year to make it a leap year at a 13th month, we said when we learned the Brysa, the Gemara will initially assume what the Brysa is trying to tell us is that you can calculate whether you're going to add a second Adar to the year from Nisan. Now, what would that mean? That would mean that in Nisan, we start working out if we're going to add a month to the year 12 months later, because Nisan is as distant as you can be from Adar. Nisan and Adar are 12 months apart, they're, or they're one month apart, depending on where you start from. So what the Bryce will be telling us is you can start, what you can work out and determine that you're going to have a leap year as early as 12 months before that second Adar. So the Gemara says, Le'iburu minisamaninon. Do we really do that from Nisan? Vahatanya, haven't we learned in a Brysa? We do not intercalate a month into the year before Rosh Hashanah. Now Rosh Hashanah here means Tishrei. In other words, Tishrei is seven months before Adar. That's the earliest time you can determine an extra month for the year. You can't do it from Nisan. That's too early. Why, why is it too early? We're worried that if we do it too early, people will actually forget that there was supposed to be a second Adar and they'll just start counting Nisan again after the first Adar. So therefore we only do it, as, for, the earliest we do it is from Tishrei. And if you did integrate, you did try and add a month of Adar to the year and did so before Tishrei, in other words as early as Nisan or somewhere between Nisan and Tishrei, it's not an effective intercalation. It doesn't, it's not effective, it doesn't stand. However, in cases of pressing need, we can do so immediately after Rosh Hashanah. And even so, we can only add Adar. We can't add a second month of any other month. There only has to be Adar. Now, this price explicitly tells us that we cannot add an Adar to the year from Nisan. We can't do that in Nisan. So what does the price mean when it says, Li'iburin, that Iburin is going to, that's something to do with Nisan being the start of the new year for Iburin, for intercalations. Amr of Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Nachman Bar Yitzchak said, my Iburin, what does it mean when it says Nisan is the new year for intercalations? It doesn't mean what you thought it said. It means Hafsakas Iburin. It means Nisan is the end of the time that you can intercalate. In other words, you can add a month to the year from Tishrei, as we've said, all the way through to Adar, but once you get to the end of Adar and start Nisan, which is immediately after Adar, then you're finished. 
you cannot, once you're in Nisan, you cannot convert that month into an Adar Shani. Once you're in Nisan, you've missed your opportunity to extend the year by an extra month. This now, as we learned in the following Mishnah in Adius. They testified, certain rabbis testified, that we may integrate a month into the year during the entire month of Adar. That until the end of Adar you can do so. Because there were some people who said that you could do it Adar Purim, only until Purim. There was a machlokas over there. Some people said you could only add an extra month Adar Sheni up until Purim. But once you got past Purim, you had to have only one Adar and then move on to Nisan. So along came these rabbis and testified, no, you can actually add a second month of Adar Sheni all the way through Adar. But once you get to Nisan, everyone agrees once you get to Nisan, you cannot add a second Adar. And therefore, when the Mish, when the Brisa said, Uli Iburin, that Nisan is the beginning of the new year for Iburin, for intercalations, what it means to say is, you can be Ma'aber, you can add a second month Adar Sheni to the year all the way through Adar. It's only when you get to the first of Nisan that you hit the new year for intercalations that you can no longer intercalate that year. So the Gemara says, My time will demand Amada Purim. Why is there this machlokes? What's the reason of the opinion that says a leap year can be declared only until Purim? Came with the Amar Mar because the Master taught that we begin learning the halachas of Pesach 30 days before Pesach in order to prepare for the festival. We start learning 30 days before. And Purim is always approximately 30 days before Pesach. Therefore, we're worried, the Tana is worried, that if we intercalate the month, if we allow adding a second Adar after Purim, when people have already started learning the Lachas of Pesach, then people might come to be lax in observing the prohibition against Chomets. Why? Because people will already have started learning the Lachas of Pesach. And then suddenly the, the messengers of Basin will come and tell them, oh, you know what? You have to start learning Hilchas Pesach because now we're going to add a second Adar. And people won't, won't trust them. People will ignore them. People will say, no, nah, we've already we've decided we're, we're having uh, Pesach next month already because we've already started learning Hilchus Pesach. We don't believe that there's going to be a second Adar. And therefore, since there's this re- principle that we start learning the Halachas of Pesach 30 days before Pesach, i.e. immediately after Purim, so this author, this Brisa, this author of Brisa's holds that once you get past Purim, it's already too late to add a second Adar because people will get confused and they won't believe the messengers are based in when they come and tell them they've added a second Adar. What about the other opinion? The opinion that says that you can add a second Adar all the way through the month of Adar. Because made the idea, the Shasim Abarta, Bechushma people know, people understand the question of whether or not to declare a leap here depends on calculations. The sovereign, they'll hold, they'll understand. They'll understand that the reason for the delayed intercalation is that the rabbis didn't finish their calculations until this time. The rabbis couldn't work out whether they needed to add a second Adar until this time. And therefore, People will believe the messengers of Bastin. They will listen to them. And therefore, so long as you do so during Adar, you're okay. People will listen to the Shluchay Bastin, the messengers, and they will add a second Adar, no problem. So the Gemara says, okay, now that we understand what it means that the first of Nisan is the beginning of a new year for intercalations, that you cannot intercalate, you cannot add a second Adar once you've got into the beginning of Nisan, why did the author of our mission not include this in his list of things that occur a Rosh Hashanah for a new year on the 1st of Nisan. But Tanah Didan, the author of our Mishnah, he's discussing beginnings, things that begin on the 1st of Nisan, but not things that culminate, things that end on the 1st of Nisan. And this is, we're talking here about the time when we end, when we finish being able to declare a leap year, that's not really the subject of our Mishnah. 
The Gemara moves to the third case of the Brysa. The Brysa said that the first of Nisan is also the new year for the separation of the Shkalim. In other words, we understood that at a certain time of year, which we understood to be first of Nisan, they start using the new Machzis shekel, the new offerings of half shekels brought by the men to buy the Korbonus. And that happens on the first of Nisan. Minolan, how do we know that? Om Rabbi Yosha, Rabbi Yosha says, Om Akra, the Pasuk says, It's a Pasuk in Bamidbar. And there's a triple repetition here of the root Chodesh. This is the Ola of the new moon and its renewal for the months of the year. So we learn out from that triple repetition of the root Chodesh, Amr Torah, the Torah is telling us, Renew the sacrificial service and bring the offering from a new separation. In other words, there is a month, a Chodesh, during which we must renew the sacrificial service, that's the second appearance of the word Chodesh, by offering the communal sacrifices from Machatza Shekel supplied by a new a new separation. In other words, those donated that year. So from this triple repetition of the root word Chodesh, we learn there is a month in which we start bringing the offerings from the new Machat Shekel. The Torah says, renew the sacrificial service and bring the offering from a new separation. And we learn out that this month must be Nisan, because the Torah here uses the word Shana, and we have the word Shana appearing elsewhere. We learned already this apostle we quoted earlier in the week in the book of Shmos. The Torah says, It shall be for you the first of the months of the year. And we know that happens to be Nisan, that's when the Korban Pesach is offered. And therefore, the Torah is telling us by means of a Gezer Shava. Gezer Shava is where a word or phrase appears in more than one context in the Torah. And we have a tradition those words or phrases are linked together to learn from one context to the other. And therefore, since we know that the second appearance of the word Shana is talking about Nisan, so too this Pasuk that we quoted about the Machat Shekel must be talking about Nisan, and therefore this is the month in which we renew and we start offering the Korbanos from the new Machat Shekel. The Gemara says, shana If you're learning Gezer Shara to link the word Shana to a context in which it teaches you what month Shana is referring to, we could also have a Gezer Shava to learn that it's talking about Tishrei. The Chsiv, as the Pasuk says, Mereshis HaShana Shana. The Torah says elsewhere in Dvarim from the beginning of the year, and that's clearly a reference to Tishrei. So why would you learn out a Gezerah Shavah to teach you that the Shana here is referring to Nisan? Why don't you learn out from a Pasuk that could be referring to Tishrei? So the Gemara answers, done in Shana Shiyeshim HaChadashim, in Shana Shiyeshim HaChadashim. Ve'en done in Shana Shiyeshim HaChadashim, in Shana Shiyeshim HaChadashim. The Gemara says, look at the Psukim. L'chadshei HaShanah. Both the psukim about the using the machzah shekel for the new korbanos of the new year, and also the pasuk that talks about Nisan, they both say lechodshei hashana for the months of the year. It's not just the word shana that appears as something that's common between the two psukim, but also lechodshei hashana for the months of the year. But the pasuk that refers to Shana as Tishrei just says Shana, doesn't say Lechot Shana. We'd rather learn a Gzeir Shava to link Shana to Shana from a pasuk that has Lechot Shana to a pasuk that has Lechot Shana, rather than one that has Lechot Shana to one that just has Shana without saying Lechot Shana. Therefore, we'd rather do the Gzeir Shava, we'd rather link the pasuk to the one talking about Nisan rather than the one talking about Tishrei. We're going to hold it for today. I wish you all a very good day.